Father, please walk with us through the bad times as well as the good. May we be heard and understood from the suburbs to the hood. May you judge us by our hearts and not by our mistakes. And see that we get our breakthrough, however long that it takes. May you fill that void in our souls and lay our fears to rest. But there's no way we can live for Jesus when we're living in the flesh. So I pray that you allow our spirits to be born, grow strong, move on, no right from wrong. First John chapter 2 verse 15, do not love the world or anything in the world. We know what that means, but listen, we know the, we know the distance we need to be away from fire to keep it missing, but that doesn't mean we'll listen. Lord, you take care of fools and babies. You teach women to honor their men, and men respect their ladies. But lately, so many of us have gone astray, doing wrong for so long that we've forgotten the way. Please bring us back home, instilling us the word, which is our backbone. We're just children that not grown. There is so much that we're entitled to, yet we receive so little. Because in this time of spiritual warfare, we're comfortable in the middle. So I pray that you open our eyes. Give us the anointing to recognize the devil and his lies. If we keep our actions wise, our prayers sincere, our hands to the sky, you will diminish our fears. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Um, a nice, uh, a nice little gathering of words right there by none other than Mr. Earl Simmons, aka DMX, who uh, we lost on April the 9th. He was aged at the age of fifty years old. Uh, everybody that's a millennial, everybody from our generation, and even you know. I don't even want to say that, but, you know, it's even the younger crowd who are well aware of who DMX is and uh, and the Rough Riders as well. But um, nonetheless, uh, as I said, we we lost a a true, true legend uh, this year. And I mean, it it seems like it keeps happening over and over. But nonetheless, uh, we are here to. uh partly in this podcast celebrate uh his going of home that's how we see it you know in the black community it's a it's a home going ceremony and uh we wanted to start this episode of the yellow label pod yes we are back me and josh Sampson. we wanted to start this episode uh with uh giving dmx his due and uh, paying homage to him and uh you know with him being such a legend and an icon and a, a pivotal part of our lives i think we both could say that for sure I know me and you have listened to our share of DMX songs and music uh, throughout our days in high school and even before. Uh, so, yeah, we felt like that was the only appropriate way to return with the Yellow Label Pod here. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll hand it off to you, uh, Josh, and uh, let you reintroduce yourself for season two as well and share any words uh, that you might want to say about the great DMX. So welcome back to the Yellow Label Pod, my man. Um, also, how are you doing? And uh, the floor is yours to talk about 
uh, Mr. Earl Simmons. Thank you, thank you. I'm, <clears throat> I'm doing great, man. Um, this I wanted to to start the pod off like this because this news really it, it really broke my heart. I mean, I, I could, you know, aside from the music, I could really uh, um, identify with DMX all the all the trials and tribulations he's been through. You know, I didn't have a a, a major drug addiction like he did, but you know. I've been struggling, you know, over the past, you know, couple of years, uh, three or four years, you know, since my father passed. You know, I saw somebody like DMX who was, you know, we saw him on VH1 when he was, I can't remember the name of the show, but he was having such a a, a struggle with addiction. It was affecting, you know, not only him, but his family. You know, he was estranged with his wife and his kids. And it, you know, I saw how close he became to God devout of a Christian he was and you know I recognize I need to get you know more in touch with God and you know I, I, I not so much as church going but um you know my relationship with you know the man above and I saw how well he was doing and you know we really didn't hear anything about you know you know he was relapsing or something hell we saw him on verses what five months ago when all this stuff happened he looked happy he looked well, you know, he had a he had a gut. I mean, he even he even eating well. You know, he he was Snoop was dancing and freestyling, sharing annihilators and whatnot, <laughs> right? <laughs> he just looked happy, man. It, it looked like you know he finally turned a corner. And you know, before we started this, I say I didn't want to speculate about his death, or the cause of his death. But you know, we we don't know what we really don't know what happened. To be honest with you, and it shook me. I'm pretty sure it shook you. It, it just you know it. When I heard the news that he was in, that he was basically uh, on life support, and you know he was, you know, somewhat brain dead, it it, it, was, it was a tough pill to swallow, man. Because I mean, you, you know, me and you both both been in that situation where we know what that means, and we know probably know what's coming next, and we got a decision to make. But not to be long winded about this, but you know, it seemed like I almost found peace in knowing that the journey that he's been through and finally made it to the other side, that maybe his journey was done like you know maybe god you know he put him through all that and brought him out on the other side and maybe you know there was, there was nothing else for him to do but <laughs> let me get to the quote he said if i drop dead today you know i, I feel like i lived a good life so i mean maybe we could find some peace in that and knowing that you know he was he was happy in the place that he was i mean this was only a year ago that he said it i believe so i mean it might be sad for us, but maybe it was, you know, comfort for him knowing that maybe he wouldn't have to go through the battle again just in case he did relapse. So, you know, maybe he's free now. Yeah, you might have hit the nail on the head there. Is uh, he he may be free, and he his journey on this earth was which was full of trials and tribulations. I don't I don't want to sound like a reverend here, but his journey on this earth, which was full of trials and tribulations. He did a great job with that battle when a lot of people ain't, you know, a lot of people ain't made for that fight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you show God like how well you can deal with that kind of adversity, sometimes you get to go home early. Yeah. And, you know, for him to go through what he went through, that speaks volumes of how God felt about him mm-hmm. as a person and how tough he was as a, as a person to give him that slate of a life that he had. And, he, you know, he still come out as successful as he was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, like you said, um, when we heard the news about him being brain dead, both you and I know what that situation is like. Um, yeah. you know, I dealt with it with my mom and father. So 
I know. Um, but at the same time, I also know that after that situation uh, comes a brighter day. And that's yeah. exactly what happened for DMX. So uh, we wanted to give him his due. And real quick, before we move on to the next topic, um, I wanted to know, I don't have one that comes to mind for me specifically, uh, but what's uh, your favorite DMX song or your favorite DMX album or project or even heck you know what this is a, this is about dmx or your your favorite dmx uh moment that may have happened i know a lot of people <laughs> i liked it his tweet about uh was it garlic bread yeah. that, that people brought up like that was one of the best tweets in yeah. history of, of twitter and i agree actually to be honest with you but uh yeah, yeah. If you would just reflect and, and share with us uh, your favorite DMX album moment or whatever the case may be. Uh, I got a couple. The I guess the 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 Damien series is like by far one of the best things a rapper has ever done on Wax. The his conversation between him and the devil and you know him finding this. I mean that's the whole. It's really the the whole reason I can identify with him is the. You know the the back and forth he did on on was it three songs or four songs or something like that, and you know he did a. It was special to see, uh, um, him do a, at the end of each show he'd do a prayer like for the whole, in front of the whole crowd like be no music be no beat it just be him out there spilling the, doing a prayer, for everybody out there in the crowd man that was that was something special to see, uh my favorite moment would have to be the you know when he was at Woodstock. He performed in front of fifty white people. <laughs> Nuts, that, that was bro. crazy, man. <laughs> Just crazy. Yeah, man. That was um that was probably my favorite moment for him. Uh my favorite song. Oh God, it's so it's so it's so many of them. It's, it's I mean, you could go with how's it going down, uh what these bitches want. Um uh, who we be? Uh, what's the other one? Not. It's called. I just. I was listening to it the other day. Um, oh, be right here. Um, I know you mentioned. I miss you. I, I love that song too. Um, Ace gonna give it to you. It's just so. It's so many. Um, so many classes he's got, man. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the. Oh, I know what my favorite moment is. He did the. Um, those uh, those uh, they don't even have it on streaming anymore. And I don't know if you saw my Twitter about this, but they had a um, Chappelle show. I think it was the second season. They had like a music episode. It might have been the third season. They had like a music episode about the music of Chappelle show, and they had like the they had like DMX. They had the DMX performance, <laughs> and Chappelle said that it like it wasn't even like a scripted set list. Like he said, they had like the you know the instant replay machine, kind of like what we got here. And he said he was just pushing a button, and whatever button he pushed, the DMA song would come on. And he just kept performing, and he did it for like two straight hours. I, I wow. show, I'll show you the clip, man. It was just a, like he just loved to perform, man. I, that might be my favorite moment. He just seemed like he was so full of joy, man. He, whether he's performing, uh, you know, just out and about. And I saw. I I love when people would tweet the uh, videos of him dancing the uh, old school songs. Like he was, I can't, I don't know what festival it was, but he was backstage dancing the. Um, uh, I wonder if I take you home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he was just backstage going, man. That that just it brought a smile on my face, man. I love moments like that. So. 
Yeah, yeah. man. It was a. Uh, I don't have a favorite like moment, or I don't even really like. I it would have to. It would his discography is so strong it would take me a while to figure out my favorite album of his or my favorite track of his mm -hmm. but like you said um i miss you and how it's going his work with faith both yeah. tracks yeah, with yeah. faith i love his work with faith evans i mean i like her in general because she's done some good work herself but they they were magic you know what i'm saying when they got on the track together i also reflect upon the times i played with him on def jam uh the first def jam i think def that was jam, vendetta yeah, yeah. yeah like i mean like him and his little, uh, I guess you could say his little ton in the beginning. You think you can see the dog, huh? <laughs> or something along the lines of that. It's been so long since I played that. And it was like from that, like, I can remember as a kid, I'm like, dude, this dude finna put them hands to me, man. Like, I don't know. Like, because I, don't, I, don't, I ain't the type that play on easy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he, he definitely finna put them hands to he, me. He man. was definitely the hardest part of the story mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, was harder, he was harder than the, uh, the ringleader. I forgot his name. It was like. I can't. I can't remember his name now. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, I was like, damn, man, this dude putting them hands to me, man, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, man, just wanted to give DMX a reflection there in the beginning of our return to the Yellow Label part again. This is season two, man. It's been so long. Uh, you know, me and Josh talked about like the hiatus and uh, you know how you know a lot of things have changed over the last year that kept us from the booth. We're back now, fully vaccinated. And all of that, feel free to reflect back to the the back shoulder fade to hear all of that. We ain't going to repeat ourselves. I guess we'll save y'all some time. But <laughs> it has been a lot that's going on in terms of COVID and social justice in the black community. And, and it's, it's a lot. But uh, nonetheless, we are here and uh, we are back and better than ever. So uh, I guess the first topic after DMX that we'll talk about here, Josh, is... Um, I guess we'll go with the the PlayStation 5 experience because we talked about that a lot in terms of before, you know what I'm saying? Before we had our little hiatus, uh, you were very excited about it. You have gotten your hands on the PlayStation. You got you didn't get it on lunch day, but you you know, you got it a little bit after. Uh, Phil, shout out to Phil. He has one too. Uh, get well soon, Phil. Uh, but he, um, you got one. Both you and he have a... Uh, you, both you and Phil have a PlayStation Five. I want to ask you how that experience has been. What your what are your thoughts about it? Because you spoke highly of it in the other podcast, and like we were that was something we were anticipating big time. I can't speak on it because I don't have one, so I'm gonna leave it up to you. And um, afterwards, I'll chime in with one of the hottest games. That's what I'll add to this podcast. Is one of the hottest games that's out on the PlayStation Five right now. I don't really know where to go with this. This, this I mean. Let me, let me preface it by saying the PS5 is a, is a is a great system. It's not underwhelming by any means. I guess you know it's only been six months. I guess seven months, November, whatever. And you know some of the, I guess we're just waiting on the launch games to come out. But I've I've had fun with it. Like I'm not a I'm not a nitpicky guy. Like I don't you know video games is video games. I play what I I play what I play anyway. You know I'm willing to try new stuff, but. Um, the overall experience has been great for me. I I would highly recommend it to anybody, not only for its you know video games, but for its multimedia stuff on there. Uh, you know, it's just it's this is a very uh, easy console to deal with. Um, the graphics are a one, considering especially considering the TV I got. Have you seen my new TV? No, nah, I don't think so. Not the one that you when you got it. The huge one, though. Well, nah, I, yeah, I, got, I ain't I, seen it in that I case. I got it like a month before the, the five, especially the TV I got now. It's 
it's a it's, it's beautiful, man. It, uh, I'm waiting on some of the um, games to come out. You know, Cyberpunk still hasn't gotten released on the five. Yeah, I don't know if it. Be honest, I don't know if it well it's got to, but considering the thousands of bugs that got reported on the you know the previous release of the PS4. Um, I'm not yeah. sure if I want to dip my hands into that. I'm I'm hoping they fix that, man, because that game was, took so long, man. Yeah. Like, don't waste the talent of that game. Like, I mean, like for it to take that long, to, for it to have that many bugs, is annoying in itself. Like, that should have been addressed. But I mean, if you're gonna take that much time and put that much time and effort and that many years into a game, yeah, I just hope that they get their due, their payoff for the amount of time it took for uh, that game to be put together. Yeah. Like I said, some of the games is um, I'm waiting to come out. You know, still waiting on. We're two years away from, well, a year away from the Batman. Uh, not Batman, but the Arkham Knights game, and then we're waiting on. What's the other? Uh, what's the other game? No, Gotham Knights. I'm sorry, not Arkham Knights. And then there's another game, uh, the Suicide Squad game, is coming out in two in three years, I believe. In two or three years. Waiting on that game. Why announce it if it's going to be that long? That's always been my thing. Like, three years. Just tell us closer to when it's done. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, I don't want to be checking on Suicide Squad. And I love Suicide Squad. I don't want to be checking on Suicide Squad updates for three years. Yeah. Uh, They probably want to catch the hype of the, you know, they probably want to get theirs in during the Sony press conference and, you know, catch the hype so people would be, you know, excited for it. But, you know, people. I mean, people have been waiting on a new uh, game from WB. Is it WB? No, Rocksteady. Since you know, Arkham Knight came out, which Arkham Knight didn't come out till. I mean, Arkham Knight came out like during the first two years of the PlayStation Four, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been a while. You know, people were clamoring for it. So I guess you know, they didn't want to wait any longer. But I get what you're saying. You know, I don't want to wait three years either for a, a game like that. But you know, other than the lack of launch titles, I mean. Of course, me and Phil have had a blast with Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game. That was a beautiful game to play. You know, I'm just I'm waiting to see. Like I said, it hasn't even been a full year yet. So, um, but so far I've had fun with it. The Madden version of on the PS5 has been a major upgrade. You know, it's still visually, um, visually, vis- still visually the same. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of you know updates in terms of color temperature and uh, lighting and all that, but the game feels different. Uh, 2K, 2K21 has been a, a a blast to play with. Uh, this is a new game I'm playing and, and, uh, called Control. Well, it's not new, but it got uh, re-released in February on the PS5. It's a wonderful game to play. Having really fun, uh, real fun with it. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not picky about it. Some, some I see some YouTube reviews about how you know, it, it has so many bugs to start with. I mean, it's a console launch. What did you did you expect to go off? Expect it to go off without it, without a hitch? Right. I mentioned this on all the in podcast. the digital realm. Like it, this is the digital era. Like yeah. that's what happens. Is yeah. stuff get released with a lot of bugs in it? That's yeah. what time. That's just the timeline we live in. <laughs> I mentioned you know on the other podcast about COVID is still in the back of people's minds. You know, something new like this getting released. I mean, it, it dropped in the middle of a pandemic. You know, you don't expect it to have problems. Like, and I don't know, some people are either closed-minded or they're ignorant or they forget about, they forgot about COVID, but it's still, a, it, COVID has been a prevalent thing for this past, 
Well, past year, so yes, you know, just ask the people of India, and my prayers go out to those people. Is this yeah. still real, man? Like I mean, Canada can't even get vaccines right now, can they? Or they I have, they have don't know. Them. Jeez, is that and that that's got to be hard to deal with if that's the case. This is a worldwide thing, man. I hope everybody you know gets taken care of, not just us, man. Yeah, I I agree, man. Um, I agree wholeheartedly, man. And like, I mean, I it's still to the point now. Where, I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. I don't know if I hit the 12-day window after fully vaccination, but I'm getting there. I'm close. Yeah. Uh, I'm fully vaccinated, but, like, I, I mean, like, I still take this seriously. I still wear a mask. I still respect people's face. Like, I mean, like, and the whole thing, like, about me, and I don't want to get into, like, the politics of wearing a mask and all of that, but, like, I've always just felt like I just want to show people, like, by me wearing it that I care for them, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It ain't about, like, just me, but. You know, it's it's about like uh, you know, showing people that like you aren't being selfish about this situation, you know. But uh I digress from my point. But yeah, I mean it sounds like the uh PlayStation five experience is dope. Um if somebody wanna send me one for free, feel free to do it. I mean, I know I know a bunch of Twitch Twitchers out there who get gifts all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like they out there a bunch of fine women. But uh, you know, I ain't on that level yet. But uh, if somebody wanted, somebody listening in, want to send your boy a PS Five, I'll gladly take it. Um, and I'll, I'll stream and all that with it. But uh, I digress from the point again. Uh, in terms of like you said, there's a lot of good games that's coming out for it. Uh, you name Cyberpunk, uh, the Quarter Owls game that's coming out, uh, the Batman related game. I think it was Arkham Knights. Uh, I like that. I've seen the uh, previews of that. Very excited about that. Um, the one, and this is crazy. Like, uh, I don't know why I'm talking about it because I don't have a PlayStation 5. But, I, well, I guess I could talk about it because I have, I still have my PlayStation 4, which this game is actually on too. But, of course, it's also on PlayStation 5. But uh, the one I wanted to talk about that, um, I don't know if I would say I recommend it to people because it's, you know, that genre isn't for everybody. But, um, the one I wanted to talk about was Resident Evil, which came out today, I think, which is the seventh. Um, but uh, Resident Evil Village came out. Uh, it's a lot of reviews and it's a lot of hype surrounding it because, you know, like it's a Resident Evil title. Obviously, uh, I seen one review. I think it was on Gamer Rant. Gamer it might have been on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, but some people are saying it, it disappointed. Um, some people are saying like it's straying away from. Um, from the roots of Resident Evil to a degree with all the, the zombie stuff. Like it's, it's more so like vampires and werewolves and stuff like that. But I mean like the, the whole idea of Resident Evil is to get you in the mindset of science gone wrong. You know what I'm saying? So that don't just include zombies, you know, that include a bunch of uh, uh, mythical stuff, if you will. So um, like from what I've seen, I've liked it. I mean, I like the reviews. I haven't, I've been careful to not spoil it. Uh, but I like the whole elements that I'm seeing and I would recommend it from this perspective of people that like Resident Evil. I would say like it's along the lines of Resident Evil 4, uh, where it's more along the lines of uh, an outdoor environment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. Some of it is closed indoors. Like that's the thing. They mix both of it. Like they mix Resident 4 elements with Resident Evil 1 elements. And as you get the best of both worlds. So if you if you like one and you like four, you probably like this one. I haven't played it or. Um, I haven't seen any spoilers or I haven't seen too much in terms of videos on it because I don't want to spoil it because I want to buy it myself. But I would suggest 
people that are fans of the horror genre of the Resident Evil genre uh, to check that out. And, um, you know, check out the story in the background. Ethan Winters returns from the last Resident Evil. It's a continuation from the last Resident Evil. And it has a lot of elements of Resident Evil 4 is where I'll leave that at. So feel free to check that out uh, and let me know on Twitter, whatever the case may be, how you liked it. And, uh, you know, your thoughts and all of that on that. So um, in terms of that, uh, we wanted to knock that out of the way, talk a little bit of video games. Lastly, uh, the last topic at hand here, we're going to talk about the new Mortal Kombat uh, movie that came out on HBO Max. And I think it came out in theaters, too. So it's like one of those double releases. That's what we're doing in the COVID era, right? You know, it's <laughs> HBO, put it on HBO Max and put it in the theaters, you know, so... Uh, it can reach a uh, max capacity of viewers, I guess, if you will. We'll see where things go after COVID. Like, will it be more movie releases or what? But it's it's, it's been interesting with some of these releases. I'll say that. Uh, but in terms of Mortal Kombat, um, I guess I'll let Josh lead it off in terms of his thoughts on it. A lot of us are um, big MK fans, millennials, if you're a millennial. Um, I know Josh has played a bunch of Mortal Kombat games. I have myself more so the old ones than the new ones. Uh, but a lot of people were excited about this, a lot of anticipation uh, leading up into it. Uh, with that being the case, what did you think of the movie and um, share any other thoughts on it that you would like to? Yeah. Um, considering, you know, this is a video game movie, you know, the the, <laughs> the bar is very low considering, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the Tomb Raider movies. Uh, was didn't they make a? They give me some other video game movies. I can't. Uh, in terms of terrible video game movies, yeah, um, in terms of nostalgic ones, Mario Brothers. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Uh, Mario Brothers was one of them. Um, did, did, did they make a Splinter Cell movie, or is that just in my mind? I don't think so. I think Tom Clancy made books, though, don't he? Yeah. He made, yeah, he's a book guy. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Mario Sonic. I don't, but I haven't seen the new Sonic yet, so I can't say if it's bad or not. But yeah, there's, um, a, there's another movie. It's not Mortal Kombat, though. Not Pokemon. It was a Pokemon movie that uh, came it's out. Like, too. It's in the realm of oh, Street Fighter. It might have been Street Fighter. I mean, I'm looking at that's what made me. I'm looking at my Street Fighter machine right now, <laughs> and I'm a you know I'm a big Street Fighter guy. Uh, yeah, I mean that was. I mean, like, when we look at it in hindsight, we go back and look at the old one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, But, I mean, I respect it for what it is. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, the nostalgia and all of that. Um, A little nugget on that, too. I tweeted about this, like, two years ago. I forgot. Well, I didn't know at the time that Kylie Minogue was Cammy in that movie. Yeah. The legendary. I did not know that. I, I knew she was an actress. Yeah. But when I went back and looked at the credits, I was like... The legendary Cosmo was was came and, and you know what? Like, I think you know at the time when she was what she was probably twenty twenty four or something like that. I think she was she she did look like Cammy. That was perfect in terms of like the look you wanted. Yeah, that yeah. definitely worked. Um, but I can't remember her acting skills back then. I can't even speak on that. But yeah, Street Fighters was one that didn't next. You know that didn't really hit expectation. It was a Mortal Kombat before this one. Remember that. Yeah, that, but there was two of them, right? Like they're yeah, it was, was I think it was two. Annihilation. Yeah, they said Annihilation. I haven't seen either one of them, but uh, I'm pretty sure Annihilation was the worst of the two. Um, one of them on Peacock, by the way, because I started watching it uh -huh. and I fell asleep on it. No disrespect. 
Doom. That's what I'm thinking about. That movie with uh, with the, the Rock. Rock. Yeah, that was. It wasn't. Right. It, it wasn't good. Um, Res- I mean, while we're speaking about Resident Evil, they made some of those. Yeah, but that's like, and it, it was they, more action. They didn't even close to the video game, were they? A little I bit. Like, I mean, they use characters from the video games a little bit. Yeah, but it wasn't like the same like horror. Elements. Yeah, nah, it was more action. Than and I actually like those. And be honest with you, I like some I ain't of the front. I do too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like some of the Resident Evil movies. So, I mean, that's like the only video game movies I like. It it, it gives me reservations about the Uncharted. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played Uncharted, but it gives me reservations about that movie coming out. I have out with, not. But with, uh, shout out. Speaking of Twitch. I didn't mean to cut you off. Speaking of uh, Twitch streamers, um, one of uh, the Twitch streamers I watched the most free, well, the one I watched the most frequency, uh, frequently, uh, her name, uh, Miss Jones is where she goes, but I don't know her, for, her real name, but she plays Uncharted every week uh-huh. and has really piqued my interest in that game. It's a great game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, while I haven't played it, I can speak on it because I've seen somebody play like the so, the first one and i think like the second one but yeah, it's, um, a, it's a great yeah charlie yeah. is like it's a great series man and i hate i hope they don't mess that up because yeah. i love that game like yeah. just from what i've seen yeah um with uh what's the guy he plays uh tom holland yeah he's, he's gonna be nathan be, drake yeah, he's supposed to be the young nathan drake the, for nice. the prequel so i mean it's technically supposed to be a prequel to the to the series but back to mortal Kombat, you know this was a really good they really stuck to the the core of the of the series with you know, some of the callbacks to video games, whether it be, you know, Fatality or um, Kano Wins or uh, what was, what's the thing Kamala said? Perfect. Uh, flawless victory. Yeah, flawless victory. Yeah, it was a, it was a really good. I'm glad they stuck to the, the core of the, of the of the main story in Mortal Kombat. And it, it seemed like it's a great start to the, to the universe, I, I guess you would say, from – you know, how we get the origins of Scorpion and Sub Zero and Sonya and you know Jackson. We see how he got his arms and um, you know it's a great it's, it's a great start to the universe. I, you know, I want to see what they go with it next, but it wasn't it wasn't bad by by any means. You know, like I said, considering how low the bar is on video game movies, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a nostalgia trip for me, considering all the Mortal Kombat games that I played. So I mean. I don't know what your thoughts on it, but um, I mean, it was it was it was okay for me. It wasn't you know, it wasn't it wasn't a drag. It wasn't oh god, it it didn't seem like they were reaching too hard. You know, it just it was it was a it was a fun movie to watch. I'll, I'll put it like that. It wasn't groundbreaking or anything, but it was it was fun for me. Yeah, I can't. I don't know if a lot of the origin stories that they made in that movie were. Cause it's been so long since I followed the Mortal Kombat story, the game. Right. I don't know if those origin stories are in line with the ones from the video game in terms of like Jax's arm and uh, Sub Zero and uh, Scorpion's beef or whatever the case may be. Because if I can recall, like I thought Sub Zero was the good guy and Scorpion was the bad guy. But again, like I haven't played. Again, I'm a I'm a fan of retro Mortal Kombat, so I haven't Mortal Kombat. I haven't watched or played these games in a while I, I do want that mortal kombat arcade cabinet so yeah. if somebody see that on the low point me in the direction because they they go on sale occasionally but i mean like i'm happy i'll say this like i was i wasn't suicide squad disappointed <laughs> but i was disappointed but at the same time I, I like you were saying i accepted for what it is a video game movie right mm-hmm. and not only that but 
I'm happy for video game fans of our age that came up watching Mortal Kombat because, like you said, they stuck a lot to a lot of those roots with the fatality, flawless victory. A lot of stuff that people our age would recognize, they stuck with that. And, you know, it just takes you on that nostalgic trip if, you you know, you're our age. So I like that element to it. Um, You know, like, it definitely, if you aren't, if you are a, a video game critic to the T, that ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're looking for a nostalgic trip uh, to look at some throwback stuff that you remember as, as a child, as going back to your childhood for millennials and people born in the 80s, this might be for you. You might enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on what kind of person and what lens you're looking at it through. Um, So, I mean, like, if I was, if I was being a critic, you know, I'd be kind of harsh on it, but... Uh, from the standpoint of being a nerd, you know, it was fine. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely, uh, you know, I ain't turned it off. It was watchable through the whole thing, you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, again, it wasn't Suicide Squad disappointing either. But uh, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. But I definitely suggest that people people that uh, really played Mortal Kombat the game heavily, I suggest they go back and check it out people that are heavy video game analysts uh people that like video game movies uh you know your resident evils of the world if you like those titles you'll probably be okay with this you know if you you were one of those people now if you going into this thing trying to look at it through the lens of like how does this movie match up against some top tier movie like get out or something you know what i'm saying like you look at it on a lens like that it's like this this ain't the lens to look at this at yeah. like don't yeah, don't yeah. go in there trying to be rotten tomatoes yeah with it like just you know you go in and and, and just great movies uh that you want to look at through that lens because this ain't a movie for you so yeah you know from that standpoint um I'm glad we got some kind of nostalgic trip as millennials to go back and hopefully we'll see some more titles, you know, like that. Um, like you said, Uncharted, which ain't, it, Uncharted isn't necessarily a millennial thing, but a lot of millennials like Uncharted. So hopefully, you know, we'll see some along the lines of that. Um, and some other games, you know, they're making another Sonic. So evidently the first Sonic did well, well enough. Mm. So. Well, I'll check the first one out and see how that was. Now, I'm a big Sonic guy. I'm a big Sega guy, as you all know. So I like that. Um, Assassin's Creed was the other movie I was thinking about. Was they, it good? No, I, think, <laughs> I couldn't get to 30 minutes of it. Okay. Oh, they made a. Um, has it come out yet? Monster Hunters. I don't even know. They made Monster Hunters recently. I don't know. Oh, they, they did, didn't they? Yeah, I checked yeah. that out. That might be one. Um, I ain't hear nothing about it, so that could be a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, man, like we'll be on the lookout for more titles like that. And, you know, we'll give our reviews when they come out and our thoughts beforehand as well. Like, you know, when we see previews and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much it, man. We're hitting the 45 minute mark here and uh, we're, we're going to basically wrap this one up. Anything you wanted to leave out on Josh or um, share before uh, we, we wrap up episode one of season two? Uh, you said I'm excited about some of these uh music that's supposed to come out. You know, Isaiah Rashad's coming out in June. Um, I was a little disappointed. It's not Kendrick, but you know, uh, at least it's not another Reason album. I mean, they kept they kept trying to sell that on our tours. Now, ain't nothing wrong with Reason, but you know, we've been waiting for Kendrick. When Kendrick came back 
out when you know we used to go to Jacksonville together. What was that like in sixteen something like that? Yeah, 17? I remember when you bought the album at Best Buy in yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it was just <laughs> I've been fiending for Kendrick, but you know Isaiah Rashad, he he deserves a shot. So you know I'm excited about that. I'm yeah, I love the Suns tirade. That's one of like a top album for me. Like I don't know like how top of an album, <laughs> but I'm just saying like it's it's really an album I can listen to every day. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, and, oh, you know, Black, you know, they, they did the Marvel 4, uh, Phase 4, whatever you want to call it, the announcements with all the new movies coming out. You know, we still, I guess we're excited about Black Widow. You know, I just want to see it just, to, you know, see if there's anything else that ties up the the, the in-game uh, phase, you know. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see Taskmaster. I'm a big yeah fan of taskmaster who uh look nothing like i thought he would but he does look like a taskmaster <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i yeah. was kind of surprised from that but i mean yeah i mean i'm i don't hate black widow like a lot of people don't like her in the marvel <laughs> universe so i'm i'm actually i'm excited about that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i'm also uh, i mean of course we're getting fantastic four and the setups for from wandavision and uh captain uh I guess you could call him that now, Captain America and Winter Soldier. You know, I'm excited to see where they're going to go next with it, especially from WandaVision to the new Doctor Strange movie where they're introducing the multiverse and, um, well, it might even get introduced in, you know, uh, the new Spider-Man movie. So, you know, I'm excited where Marvel's going to take it. I mean, I, I've discussed this with Phil, Phil before about how, epic this mcu thing has been you know our parents or well, i don't know if our parents were star wars fans but you know you see kids parents other kids parents were you know major fans of star wars and that universe and like it was only three movies to be honest you know they don't even consider right. the other three movies they don't even like those but you know you had that universe but we got 22 movies and right and what was it, 10 years or something like that? Might have been even a lo- little bit longer for us to be able to live through that. I mean, it was a, it was an epic thing that Marvel did. You know, I just want to, I'm not expecting them to duplicate it. I'm not expecting them to, you know, to, well, I'm, I don't want them to go, you know, down in quality, but I just want to see where they take it next because, you know, you got endless, endless uh, content from the comic books and, you know, to pull from so i'm i'm excited to see how everybody gets introduced from fantastic four to you know eventually x-men got to show up at some point so um i'm excited right. about it now yeah i mean i'm a big x-men guy everybody knows that that knows me personally i love the fantastic four too used to watch uh them on cartoon network like the old fantastic four um oh, yeah, I forgot about that. yeah uh but the, the thing about it is They've redone, like, they kind of haven't done that movie justice in the past with the one. I mean, the other, they were okay, but they went, like, cringe. But um, I really hope they get this one right, you yeah. know, and get the right hands involved on this one. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like the fan, because that, that's the thing, like, the Fantastic Four story, me and you and Boogie have talked about this, is a story that Marvel can make a lot of money off of mm-hmm. with the arcs they went there. And they, you know what I'm saying, if they play their cards right, it's one of the more intriguing worlds of Marvel. So we'll see where that goes. And um, 
Yeah, uh, it was it was another movie that you uh, mentioned there. At, oh yeah, X Men. That's what we're talking about. Right. X Men. Yeah, we'll we'll see whenever they show up. Um, hopefully they'll do that some justice too. Do better than the other movies, which were okay again. But I want to see like what you know the yeah. the the current regime can do with the X Men movies. You know, yeah. everybody know I'm a big X twenty three fan. Like, is it the young X Men? Is it the old X Men? Yeah. Uh, you know, do you put Gambit in there? Like, that's what everybody's been like clamoring for us uh, x-men with gambit in it like is he in it because spider-man's got a lot of you know interaction with the x-men right uh, i don't know if they right. bring wolverine back but you know you know I captain sh- america too yeah i shared this fact with you know, with you before you know spider-man and x-men got the most comic book stories together yeah like of everybody so uh that collab yeah i i, I want to see something like that man we haven't you know we've had you know the Sony Spider-Man movies, and you know what was it? What was X-Men on the Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. So we never really got that. We never got that crossover. And I'm, you know, I, I want to see it happen. So, right. Yeah, it'll be yeah, a dream. Same. It'll be a dream for me because those are two of my favorite Marvel characters. So I want to see that on the screen, not just in the in the comic books. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, the Marvel always. I mean, albeit it's sporadic sometimes. Uh, Marvel is always releasing new information and peaking our interests and, you know, making us more interested than we previously were. So we'll see uh, when more news comes out on their front. And, you know, of course, we'll share it on this podcast. So all of that said, um, I'm James Johnson at Sports Grind underscore Dunn is where you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow Josh at Johnny Assassin. And, uh, yeah, for this episode, we will be signing out and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week we get another episode of the Yellow Label Podcast. Everybody have a good afternoon.